You are tuned in to Awaken Radio with Connie Chapman. To listen to more episodes, go to ConnieChapman.com or subscribe on iTunes. Hi, and welcome back to another episode of Awaken Radio. Thank you for tuning into the show today and being here with me for another conversation. I feel really excited to share today's topic with you as I have a feeling it's going to deeply resonate with what so many of you are currently experiencing, working through and moving through. I recently shared a post on Instagram talking about transition, change and the in-between space that we often find ourselves in as we're shifting between the old and the new and I was really blown away by the responses I received So many of you commented and messaged me, emphatically sharing how much what I had written described exactly what you were feeling. So after seeing the responses and after reflecting on just how profound and powerful this process has been in my own life, I felt inspired to dedicate a whole podcast episode to this conversation. And so today I'm going to be talking about moving through this process of change, both external change as we let go of old things from our lives and also inner change as we release old parts of ourselves and who we are. I'm going to share more with you about how to navigate this process of being in the in-between, what to look out for and be aware of when you find yourself in this space, this almost empty space in the middle where the old is falling away but the new is not yet fully formed. And I have been describing this to people in my life as the void, which may not make it sound overly positive, but it is quite honestly how it has felt to me and it's very much the place that I'm finding myself in at the moment. This is a feeling that I felt very much through February and March of this year, 2018. For me, energetically, February really held the energy of endings and letting go and of completion. Now, I'm not sure if that's something that was unfolding energetically through the collective or the planetary energies, but I do know that we had two eclipses in February and eclipses for me personally always tend to create quite a dramatic and significant ending in my life. So while I can't necessarily describe the specifics of what this ending was, it was just more of a feeling, like this very strong inner feeling that an old chapter of my life and also a chapter of my identity had now been closed and completed. So then as we came into March, I found myself in this really new, different feeling energy. I found myself surrounded by a lot of space. I felt this newness and freshness. I felt a real blank canvas kind of energy, like I had this total new beginning and I could create upon it whatever I desired. And while this sounds like a really beautiful energy to be in, it can also be quite overwhelming. And I often found myself sitting in meditation and with my journal, just asking these big, big questions like, what do I want? What do I actually really want? What is the next level of my vision? In all honesty, I've been reflecting because I've achieved a lot of the goals that I set uh, around my business and also just in some other areas of my life. And I was feeling this sense of completion, like, great, you've completed that first chapter of the business and this next set of goals that you had set for yourself. But now I'm kind of like, what's next? And not from a space of not being satisfied or happy with where I am, but knowing that I feel my best when I'm growing, 
I really value growth and expansion. I always know there are new levels I can go to and new parts of myself that I still haven't yet explored. So I'm now feeling into what is next? What is this next chapter of goals and visions and dreams that I'm ready to move towards? And so I began playing with all these new possibilities and I found my mind begin to expand and dream up ideas and visions of much bigger things. And I realized a lot of what was coming to mind was dreams that I had buried years ago. But now due to the space I had created in my life, they were resurfacing. It was like the space that I had made gave them room to be heard. And so for me, March was this interesting energy of just of space, of slowing down and of deep listening. It wasn't an overly proactive or forward moving month for me, which on some levels felt frustrating, but I'm now recognizing this part of this transition process that I'm in. It was a month of listening within, of pondering, of receiving new ideas, visions and insights, and sort of trying to piece them together into this new vision for my life. And at the same time, I've been working through all of the fears and the self-doubt and the limiting beliefs that these new visions are now triggering because these visions require a different version of me. And so I have to work through the limitations of my current self in order to step into the next version of myself, the next level of myself. So as you can tell, there's been some big inner processes going on for me. And I have been a little quiet on the podcast and and very quiet actually on Instagram, because it's a really internal time for me as I'm moving through all of this transition going on inside of me. So I know this experience of transition and change and feeling like you're in between, in between the old and the new takes many shapes and forms. So let's talk about it a little bit more to explain what this process is and how best to navigate it. So this transition type of energy can unfold both externally in our lives and internally within ourselves. So if it's an external transition that you're moving through at the moment, it may be unfolding in a very real and literal kind of way, like you are literally in between jobs or in between homes or in between relationships. And in this type of external transition, there can often be this feeling of waiting, like you're waiting for something to happen. You're waiting for the new to click into place. You might be waiting for something new to arrive, for some clarity to come waiting on money to come through, waiting on external forces, waiting on an opportunity to drop in, waiting on someone to make up their mind, whatever it is. And it can be a really unsettling time when we're in the unknown and we don't know how or when things will click into place. I went through a big external transition like this A bit over six months ago, it was in August of last year, 2017, and we just happened to have two eclipses in August. And as I said, these are big uh, change makers in your life. And these created a big dramatic external change for me where I had to move out of the home that I was in. But at that stage, I didn't have a new place to go. I had been apartment hunting for weeks and nothing had come through. So I put all my stuff in storage and I just went and stayed with friends for weeks while I was just trying to figure out my next steps. And it was a very literal sense of being in the in-between, like literally without a home in between my old home and my new home that hadn't come in yet. A feeling of being suspended almost in midair, hovering in this strange in-between space which is no idea of how things would come together. And it was really, really uncomfortable. So perhaps you may be finding yourself in one of these situations at the moment. 
I'm hearing a lot from people going through external transitions who are navigating how to step out of an old situation or maybe it's already completed and they're sort of making that transition into the new at the moment and maybe are not feeling completely sure how it's all going to come together. Your transition may also be happening on an inner level, which is very much what I'm moving through at the moment. And these are deep fundamental changes to who you are, to your belief systems, to what you value, what you want, what you desire out of life, how you see the world, how you see yourself, how you want to live, the people you want to spend time with, what's important to you, and the qualities within yourself that you want to embody and express. These inner transitions arise very often as we're moving through periods of growth and we become ready to shed an old part of who we are that is no longer serving us and we're ready to step into and embody a new aspect of ourselves but this process is really where you fall out of alignment with your old self old parts of you an old version of yourself and you begin transforming into someone else and something else that's usually a more authentic more empowered more alive more inspired version of yourself, more confident, more self-loving, whatever it is that you're focusing on at the time. And these processes often begin deep, deep within us. They begin when a deeper part of us decides that we are ready for more. There is a part of you that begins desiring something new, some type of expansion, some type of new possibility. Maybe an image comes into your mind and you start to think, yeah, that's something I would love to create or experience or feel. And so a part of you is ready to let go of something old and begin opening up to this new possibility. And these inner changes then often precede the external changes that we experience. So there's very often an identity upgrade or change that happens before we step into an external change. So you may be feeling this at the moment, kind of going inwards to examine what needs to be released within you or who you now need to be and show up as externally so that you can create some changes in your life. And so let's talk about how we navigate now this in-between time because it can be uncomfortable and unsettling. If you are moving through an inner transition right now, you may notice that you're witnessing a lot of old parts of yourself that you no longer really resonate with or want to practice. There might be parts of yourself that you know are holding you back, are keeping you small, are sabotaging you. They just don't feel good. So maybe you're at the point where you can see those parts of you, you can recognize when they're playing out, or you can just feel them in your body as just not feeling good. But this new version of yourself, this version of yourself that's embodying different qualities, making different decisions, showing up in a different way, who has different habits, who speaks to themselves differently, maybe that version of you is kind of still forming. It's still becoming. You're still figuring all that out. And the new ways of being are not really ingrained in you as habits yet. They don't feel familiar. They're not your kind of default pattern to go to and so in that time you can feel really uncomfortable as you're noticing yourself sometimes falling back into old habits when you're really trying to practice something new and it's quite difficult and that can trigger a lot of doubt you might start to wonder can I really actually be this person like come on you've been the same way for 10 years 20 years 30 years as if you can change it's very likely that that voice might start to come in 
And this voice has very much been coming in for me over the past few months as I have begun pondering and exploring some new ideas for my life and dreaming up new visions for the next five years of my business and really feeling through some of the changes that I want to make. As this has happened, a lot has been getting triggered within me. And I've been swinging between these two different feelings where in some moments I really feel into my desires and I feel so aligned with them. They feel really possible, really achievable and incredibly exciting. But then I'm also swinging back to this other energy where there's a lot of patterns of thinking that are fueled by doubt and disbelief and limitation. And these old belief systems and stories about myself are getting really triggered. And these are coming up to the surface because they need to be revisited and reworked and upgraded to ensure that I can move forward. This new vision that I'm now creating will require a very different version of myself. And so I'm sort of stretching and growing into that at the moment. And I'm really having to shift my whole mindset and perception of myself to now match the woman that I want to be and what I want to create. And so at the moment, these changes are very much related to my career, my business and the work that I do in the world. And this all began to brew in me late last year. It was around November 2017 that I celebrated the five year anniversary of when I left my day job. And ever since then, I've really began reflecting on the past five years and thinking about what I want to create now moving forward. And while this will be a gradual transition for me, the inner calling that I now have is to transition my work out of the one-on-one space and shift into a different way of working that will allow me to reach more people where I am working with groups, speaking and leading and teaching in bigger ways. And honestly, this is really triggering me because I absolutely love coaching, but I can feel that I'm being guided out of it. And on some level, what I've been shown is that it allows me to play pretty safe in my work and in my business. I can work behind the scenes in the intimate spaces with people and still make a really big impact. But now my soul is calling me out, out from behind the scenes and into more of the spotlight. And to no longer just share my message like one person at a time, but with hundreds or even thousands at a time to create bigger platforms, different offerings, a new business structure, and to step into a greater leadership capacity of really owning my message and my voice. So right now I'm working through all of the fears and insecurities around that and really doing the big inner work to align with this new chapter of my work in the world. And there are big inner changes happening. And I know that in time, the external changes that I want to create will ripple out from that. They will not happen overnight, but those external changes will be a reflection and an extension of the woman that I'm now becoming, this growth that I'm going on, the changes that I'm making to my perception of myself and my belief systems around what I'm capable of and what I feel safe stepping into as well. So in time, I'll be moving through some big external transitions that I will also have to navigate. So if it's an external transition that you're moving through at the moment, you might be facing a lot of unknown without any real idea of what is going to happen. And if you're going to be okay, you know, fear gets really triggered. And so sometimes in these types of external transitions, we're looking constantly for evidence and proof that we're moving, that we're making progress, that things are happening and things are going to be okay. And when we don't get that, we can feel really afraid. 
And so you may be in a place where you feel like nothing is happening or you're waiting or maybe it's sort of becoming this heady process as you're trying to map out your transition and navigate it and figure out what you're going to have to do to get from A to B, but it's all feeling really confusing and overwhelming. And so the space in between can really feel like it's a time when nothing is happening. And the reason that I see that is, is because it's like a pivot period. It's like that place where you're standing still and then you just turn in a different direction. You're not necessarily moving forward. You're in the same spot, but you're kind of turning. So say you were facing the left and you're facing a path ahead of you, which was maybe the path that you've been on for a while. And then if you want to go onto a path that now extends off to the right, you will need to pivot. You'll need to turn and face a different direction. Now, that's how I see the in-between time being like. It's almost like we're in the process of turning, or should I say realigning? It's actually energetically realigning us with the new path. The length of time that it goes on for is all part of your inner process of how long it takes you to energetically pivot to come into alignment with your new path. Now, it doesn't mean things can't be happening and you can't be doing things in these moments. You don't have to just sit still, but it is supportive to be mindful of what's unfolding here, that you are pivoting. And so if at this particular point, you don't know what actions to take, you don't know what the path ahead holds, You don't really know what to do to line up with that new path. You don't yet feel like you can be the person who is on that new path. Just be patient because you are in this process of pivoting at the moment and realigning. So at this point, this is where you can start to get a bit stuck. You know, this is where you can feel like, oh my God, I'm stuck in this midpoint, in this in-between, in this stagnant place when nothing is happening. And then you might look back to the past and you're like, oh, maybe I should just go back to my old life, my old self. Maybe I should just give up on my dreams. You know, so there's this funny little in-between point that we've got to learn how to navigate so we don't get too stuck. So the ways that we do get stuck is when all we're doing is paying attention to what's not changing or how difficult it is. So if you're in the external transition, you might just be noticing nothing's happening. Uh, It's another day has gone past and nothing changed. No opportunity came in. That person, I didn't hear from them yet, whatever it is. Or internally, you're just noticing all your old patterns continuously arising and you're like, oh my gosh, I'm never going to be able to move beyond this pattern. So during these times, we need to be mindful of our language because I noticed this in my clients and I even noticed that I've been doing this as well. Using these words, I'm stuck. I'm stuck. Nothing's happening. I've, I've got these blocks and I can't move beyond them. I'm trying to make change and it's not working. We've got to be careful of that story because that's going to keep us even more stuck. If we can instead bring this awareness of what we're talking about now, it can help us bring more clarity, more meaning to the experience. It can make us feel less like everything's going wrong and we're doing things wrong. And more like, okay, maybe there's a divine process unfolding here. Maybe I'm going through quite a profound process of transformation. Like literally, maybe I am birthing a new version of myself Or maybe I'm in the process of birthing a really upgraded version of my life. And if we can remember that the most powerful thing we can do is surrender and trust and remind ourselves that maybe things are shifting and changing, but we just can't see the evidence of it yet. And so we need to be patient and we need to keep our mind in the right place. 
So we want to look at this in between time, like I said, not as being stuck, not as being stuck in a rut. But if we can see this as a powerful time for us, because life is asking us to choose and communicate so clearly to life what we want. Do you want to go back or do you want to go forward? Do you want to keep living as your old self or are you ready to be someone new? Do you want to stay the same and stay in the same situation or are you ready to create change? How committed are you to your new vision? Show me. How powerfully will you show up? Will you give up when you don't get the proof immediately? Will you give up when it feels too hard? These are our little tests. This is our opportunity to really show up and build the muscles of our new self and our new life because that's what's needed to fully step into it. And so this is our opportunity to keep stretching into the new, facing and moving through all of our fears and doubts and limitations and resistance and keep coming back into our heart, into that place where the new is being born from and trusting in what we feel and trusting in what we desire. The choices that we make in these in-between periods and how we use our energy and our focus, where our mind is going, will determine whether we fall back into the old or whether we rise up and move forward into the new. So let me give you now a couple of things that will really help you move through this transition process. So first of all, the first step is awareness. And I sort of just touched on this before. And it is the reason why I'm recording this podcast, because if you have an awareness of the process that's unfolding, if you can see the beauty and power and divinity in it, you won't feel as lost, as overwhelmed or like something is wrong. I always like to think of this as us being the caterpillars in the cocoon, as part of us, our old self, our old identity is dissolving and turning into mush and deconstructing so that it can be brought back together into a new form and then we can emerge. When you look at it in that way, it is such a beautiful, sacred, powerful process to be going through this inner transformation and metamorphosis within yourself. As you're releasing and shedding old ideas about yourself, old perceptions of yourself, old belief systems, and even old things from your life so that you can be reborn. If you can see the in-between time like that, that that's the purpose of it, then it actually becomes really sacred and special and something to savor rather than rush through. So be comforted in knowing that you are shifting. You are changing. The fact that you no longer feel as aligned with the old, with your old self, maybe you've completely fallen out of alignment with it in that it's not even in your life anymore. That's a sign that you have changed. That's a sign that something in you has shifted because you're no longer in alignment with the old. If you can see it, if you're separate to it now, you can almost look back and be like, whoa, that's a sign you've already moved away from it. You've already shifted. If you were still aligned with the old, with your old self, you'd just be living that way without even questioning it. So the fact that you're questioning it is a powerful sign that you have shifted out of alignment with it. So in this in-between time, do your best to stay in the present moment. Be mindful of future tripping, particularly if there's things you can't control. It is a waste of your energy. You can be here in the now while still casting your mind forward onto what you want and what you want to create, but keep bringing yourself back to the here and now wherever you can. There is a need for patience. There is a need for trust. There is a need for deep listening. And just be mindful, you might have the old self, old patterns, old people, old situations trying to pull you back. 
and you need to stay really clear in yourself around your commitment to letting that go and refocusing on what you're moving towards and just be mindful that you might be in a waiting period at some time and I know That can feel really uncomfortable, but try to not sit too much in the energy of waiting. If you're wanting to create the energy of movement in your life, find other ways to move. I find that if I'm wanting things in my life to move, moving my body really helps. It just gets energy moving. So go for daily walks, exercise, move your body, work up a sweat, get things moving energetically in yourself. And that can break up that stagnant energy that we sometimes feel like when we're just sitting around waiting for things to happen uh, that feel outside our control. And it's also okay if you have moments in your life where it just feels like not a huge amount is happening. You know, we have a society that values like forward movement at all costs, but something I learned a lot through March was it's okay to step back. It's okay to slow down. It's okay to have periods in your life where not huge amounts are happening and when you're just allowing yourself to rest and recharge. So savor those times if you have them as well. The second thing I want to touch on here is about creating and holding space Creating space through transition times is really important and it may be a difficult thing to do if there's a lot going on or it may be an easy thing to do if a lot of things have left your life and you're kind of left with all this space as you're waiting for the new to come in. But I have found space to be such a beautiful healing time for us to be tuning in, to be listening to our feelings, to be honoring our body, to be resting and recharging. And to be hearing our inner guidance. We need space to hear inner guidance. So this for me happened in March. I, I just had all this space because I didn't know what new projects as yet I wanted to move towards. So I had a lot of days where I'm like, I really should be working on something, but I don't quite know what to do yet. So I just let my ha- myself have space. And, you know, it was felt a bit unproductive, but Oh, it was the most nourishing time to just tune into me and listen, listen to my guidance. This space really serves a purpose as well. It's part of the energetic recalibration because understand that the new that you're calling in or wanting to step into has a different vibration to it energetically than your old reality. That's the whole point. You're kind of going on an energetic shift, an energetic upgrade. You're ascending energetically as you're stepping into something new that maybe is more aligned, more authentic, higher vibration, more conscious, more loving, more empowering, whatever it is. So the in-between time is our energetic recalibration. We are aligning now with the new. So it is important where you can to take your energy out of the old, your old self, old structures, old situations. And so if you have manifested space, let there be space. Space is your opportunity to start to feel into the energy of the new and call it into the space rather than keeping the space in your life so clogged and full that there's no room for the new to come in. So just tune into where you are around that at the moment, whether you feel like life feels spacious or life feels full. If it feels full, see if you can look for opportunities to make more space, to clear your calendar a little so that you have more time to be with yourself and more time to listen and more time to align with what it is that you want. And if you have manifested space because you're in between, then hold that space. This is where you can be doing the energy work to call in the new and taking your energy off the old. It's actually a really nice uh, opportunity we have in the in-between. 
And so now what we can do is start to look at ways to lean into the new. And I just began to touch on it there. You know, how do we start to anchor ourselves and our energy into the new? Because as much as we want to honor and savor and appreciate our in-between time, there is also a lot we can be doing to begin calling in the new if we're ready for it. So as I said before, focus on removing your attention from the old wherever you can. So what I've noticed in my clients and in myself is as old parts of ourselves arise, we get hooked back into it again. So say the new version of us, like for me, for example, the new version of me shows up more, is more visible, is more confident, is in more of that leadership space. Let's just say that's kind of what I'm wanting to move into. But say I notice myself playing a bit small, hiding, avoiding things, procrastinating, running my old pattern of kind of just hiding behind the scenes. Now, I could very easily beat up on myself about that. I could give all my attention to my old pattern and say, see, you're stuck. You can never be that new version of yourself and actually get caught in a story versus taking my attention off that, making the decision that I'm changing and putting my focus on who I want to be and what I'm now creating in my future. So witness the old witness, you know, maybe a person from your past is coming back. Maybe your old boss is contacting you again, whatever it is you're trying to move away from witness it when it comes back in but just don't give so much energy to it because your energy is what keeps it alive also be mindful of not giving too much attention and energy to where you are and i know that's difficult because you want to be present but if what you're noticing manifesting in your reality doesn't feel that good in that it feels like stuckness it feels like nothing's happening it feels like you're just reverting to the old Be mindful of giving all your focus to that and being, see, see, this is where I am. Nothing's changing. Nothing's happening. Instead, again, use your mind to turn it onto what it is you want to create. What is your desire? What are you moving towards? What are you now wanting to manifest? Use your mind wisely here and also be mindful of your words and your stories. Like I said, the the stories of nothing is happening. I'm stuck. I'm not getting anywhere. I'm not moving forward. And when this happens, instead ask yourself, okay, what is it that I desire? What is it that I desire? What is the end outcome I want to create here? What am I moving towards? How do I want this to be instead? How would I love to see myself being instead? How would I love to see myself showing up, feeling, acting? What type of choices do I want to make? And maybe you journal about that. And every time you place your focus on that, instead of I am where I am and nothing's changing and I feel stuck you're pulling your energy into the new and that's going to help you start to create it and call it in so work with the energy of your desire whether you enjoy you know creating a vision board around it doing daily meditations where you're visualizing and seeing it unfolding writing out desire statements of what you want imagining yourself I often do this. I imagine myself as my highest ideal self and I see how I show up and what my life looks like. What is my ideal day? How am I living? What's going on for me? So I'm calling that in energetically when I do that. Imagine yourself on the other side of this block, whatever this blocked in between stagnant time is that you're in. Imagine what it looks like on the other side. Pull your energy over the block into the future where you have what it is that you want. Feel into that. Put your energy on that and it will help you move forward. 
Throughout this time of transition over the past few months, I've been listening to a lot of Abraham Hicks, the teachings of Abraham Hicks, and I highly recommend checking them out because their work is very much focused on alignment, aligning with what you want, aligning with who you want to be, aligning with feeling good and aligning with what you want to create. And I was listening to one of their audios recently and they said this sentence and it really stuck with me and it's been something I've been repeating to myself a lot throughout this transition time. And it was, look in the direction of what you want, speak in the direction of what you want and never look back over your shoulder at where you have come from. And when I heard that, I found it really interesting because yes, I'm all about looking back at times to do the inner work, to heal and resolve things from our past. But at some point, particularly in these transition pivot periods, we need to stop doing that and we need to start facing forward and we need to stop going back into our old stories because we're just reigniting them through our focus. And instead, we focus on where we're going, we speak in the direction of what we want, we look in the direction of what we want, and that's where we focus every day. So one thing as well I've been doing is writing in my journal every day about what I want, describing my dream life, describing my business, writing about my five-year vision, writing about my ideal day, writing about my ideal relationship, writing about the woman I'm going to be. Because ultimately, this all begins with you changing at the level of being, you feeling different, you embodying different qualities, and you showing up differently. So I found that really useful, that phrase to keep in my mind, to remind myself, am I looking back right now or am I looking forward? Am I focusing on my past or am I focusing on my future? Am I focusing on who I was previously or on who I now want to be instead? So those teachings have really helped me. And if you want to find out more about the teachings of Abraham, I recommend starting with their first book, The Law of Attraction. It's a really good beginning entry point to this work. And really be mindful of judging yourself, making yourself wrong, shaming and blaming. I've done this a lot through March. I was really in this funny place of trying to trust what I was feeling and this desire to savor this in-between and move through it gently, while at the same time being really critical on myself because I felt like I wasn't achieving anything or showing up. So bring compassion to yourself, love and support yourself through this. Your judgment and shaming and blaming is not going to make it any better. Be mindful of making yourself wrong if you're not showing up how you want or things aren't unfolding how you want. And just bring in that compassionate energy of it's okay, you're in a transition, you're moving through change. I'm so proud of you for finding the courage to step out of the old, for deciding that you're ready for something bigger, brighter and better. And I know that you're on the process of moving towards this. So I love you. I'm going to support you. I believe in you no matter how long this takes. No matter how how much hard work this requires, I've got you, I'm here, I'm going to support you through it. And that type of commitment to yourself is what you need in order to keep moving forward. So there's a lot that goes on in these transition times and I hope that what I've shared here today has just given you more insight perhaps on what you're moving through. I'll be honest that I still feel really in it. Um, In March I was very much in it. As we've come to April, I'm starting to feel a little bit more forward movement, a little bit more like, okay, let's take some baby steps. Let's really 
think about what is one little step I could take today that would create this forward movement and momentum and would take me closer to where I want to be. I know it can feel overwhelming when there's a lot you're wanting to step into and it all feels very new. And from where you are now, you're like, that's impossible. So we do have to keep encouraging and supporting ourselves and backing ourselves and believing in ourselves and trusting what we feel. That if that inner feeling is calling you to more, please trust that. Have the courage to release the old. Trust that you're moving through a divine and sacred transition at the moment and get excited about what is coming in your future. So if you feel to get in touch and share any of your experiences of this episode, I'd love to hear from you. If you had any realizations or insights or anything in particular really helped you, you can shoot me an email at Connie at ConnieChapman.com, leave a comment on the blog and let me know how this episode supported you. So thank you for tuning into this episode today. I've really loved sharing this conversation with you and I hope this deeply, deeply supports you. If you want to connect with me further, come on over to Instagram at Connie underscore Chapman. That is typically the place I hang out the most. I have been a little quiet there, but it is my favorite place to communicate. So come and connect with me over there and share your experiences of the episode on Instagram if it resonates with you. If you love Awaken Radio and if you loved this episode, pop on over to iTunes. Make sure you subscribe so you never miss an episode. And while you're there, if you really love the show, you can leave me a five-star rating as well, as that will ensure that this show can reach more and more people. So thank you for being tuned in to today's episode of Awaken Radio. I've really enjoyed this conversation with you. I look forward to hearing your feedback and I will speak to you again next time.